technology and acquisition to citizen services and mission execution. A culture shift is underway with federal government leaders increasingly seeking out solutions that disrupt the way business has traditionally been done. Here we connect with those government and industry leaders driving this change and driving the real results in support of their agency mission. This is Keeping IT Brief. Welcome to Keeping IT Brief. I'm being joined today by two gentlemen from Index Analytics. Guys, could you share with us your names and your titles over there? Hi, my name is Raman Bhaskar, and I'm a technical director at Index. Hi, my name is Narayana Vallapneni. I am a solution architect at Index. Great. So let's start with you, Raman, for the first question. How are customers adopting the cloud to migrate their applications? Thank you, Mary. Different thought leadership organizations have a slightly varying perspective on this. Gartner, for example, has the five R's approach. AWS has the seven R's approach. But if you really boil it down in our experience, customers broadly utilize three cloud migration approaches. First one is lift and shift, also known as re-hosting. This cloud migration approach involves moving applications to the cloud without making any architectural changes. This approach takes advantage of the cloud platform's availability and scalability while providing a short implementation cost and timeline. The next is lift, tinker, and shift, also known as replatforming. This cloud migration approach involves moving applications to the cloud and performing changes to optimize the application to take advantage of cloud features such as separation of compute and storage, managed services, native databases, and orchestration mechanisms, etc. While this could provide significant cost, resource, and performance benefits, the implementation uh, is time and resource intensive. The last approach is modernize for the cloud, also known as re-architecting and sometimes called refactoring. This cloud migration approach involves designing and building your applications ground up in the cloud and for the cloud. This approach takes full advantage of architectural blueprints the cloud offers, cloud native services, and integrates holistically with most of the services the cloud ecosystem offers. While this provides the best in terms of cost, resource, and performance with alignment to cloud best practices, the implementation time and resources can be significantly higher than the previous approaches. Narana, you've been involved with implementations that cover most of these approaches, right? How do you decide which option works best for you? What are some of the pros and cons that one should consider? And what is the most frequently recommended option? Thank you, Raman. When it comes to cloud migration, there are several factors that plays a crucial role in decision making. Let's explore some of those factors. Complexity of the application, desired level of control, time constraint, mindset and readiness of change, budget constraints, level of modernization required. The lift and shift is a common migration approach. Let's take a closer look at the pros and cons of this approach. On the pros side, lift and shift offers quick and easy implementation, minimizing the disruption to existing applications and workflows. It reduces migration risk 
and complexity, make it suitable for legacy applications with complex architecture and dependencies. Organization can benefit from scalability, flexibility, high availability, and cost saving without requiring significant application changes. However, there are cons to consider as well. The lift and shift may not fully utilize the cloud capabilities, missing out on potential performance, security, and cost savings. In addition, optimization and refactor might be required later, leading to time and cost implications. The next approach is lift, thinker, and shift. On the pro side, lift, thinker, shift allow for full utilization of cloud native features, resulting in improved cost, performance, and security. It offers significant improvements in application performance, cost savings, and security. However, on other side, sorry, however, on con side, this approach is more complex and time-consuming compared to lift and shift. It requires expertise in cloud-native technology and architecture and can introduce additional risk and complexity through changes to the application architecture and code. Lastly, modernizing for the cloud. On the pro side, modernizing an application offers improved performance, scalability, and readability through high through cloud native capabilities. It enhances maintainability and updatability through more modular design and increases resiliency to failures and ability to handle higher traffic loads. Modernization can also lead to potential cost savings by utilizing efficient and cost-effective cloud services. However, there are cons to consider. Modernizing an application can be a costly and time-consuming process, potentially requiring a complete application rewrite. There is also a risk of introducing new bugs and vulnerabilities due to significant code-based changes. Furthermore, modernization may require new tools and technologies. It requires additional training and resources and may result in significant changes to existing workflows, practices within the organization. Raman, while there are various cloud migration approaches, SAS can influence those decisions in variety of ways. What are some of the considerations that customers should look out for in those recommendations from SAS? Um, SIs are invaluable in helping customers make cloud migration decisions. SIs bring technical expertise in evaluating approaches, provide recommendations, create a, create migration roadmaps and implementation plans, and help manage the cloud migration initiatives end-to-end. SIs can bring a wealth of diverse experience from their cloud migration implementations and vendor partnerships that help with a seamless and low migration outcome, no low-risk migration outcome. Having said that, Customers should know the factors influencing a cloud migration approach. Lift and shift is typically chosen when the speed to market is high. 
while Lyft, Tinker and Shift and Modernize for the Cloud approaches are chosen when the desire to adopt the best performance, scalability, security and availability that the cloud offers, keeping the long-term total cost of ownership in perspective. Customers should also look for holistic assessments such as maturity models, decision analysis reports or DARS, weighted scoring models with the right selection criteria, white papers and vendor migration programs while making decisions on cloud migration. Back to you, Mary. Okay, great. So, Raman, how should customers ensure that their application modernizations are executed in the most favorable way? There are in our opinion, four key aspects to ensure that the application modernization initiatives are executed optimally. Planning, executing, monitoring, and risk management. Let's start with planning first. Clear and well-defined goals, objectives, deliverables, and budget are essential for any cloud modernization initiatives. SIs typically conduct a discovery phase at project startup to understand business requirements to inform the cloud migration roadmap, detailed implementation plan, assumptions, and risks. The first step in this discovery process is to perform a detailed assessment of the application to understand current state architecture, dependencies, and code quality. This might include conducting a technical maturity assessment, legacy data and system asset inventory, including reviewing the code base and assessing the application's potential pain points such as availability, scalability, and performance. The discovery phase ends with a consensus on the application's current state, its desired future state, identification of end-user pain points, and prioritization of desired product features needed in that future state MVP. This prioritization is key as it defines the scope of modernization initiatives such as which parts of the applications will be modernized and how they will be modernized. For instance, SIs might decide to break a legacy application into smaller microservices-based components to enable flexibility and scalability desired. Creation of the product backlog solidifies the scope and timelines for execution. The SIs must work with customers to ensure that the scope and timelines are in alignment with the customer's organizational strategy and budget. Before kicking off the feature development, the SIs work with business and system owners, infrastructure teams, cloud vendors, and other third parties to ensure that the proposed architecture meets all of the necessary requirements and standards. I'll now pass it to Narena, who will elaborate on the execution and monitoring aspects. Thanks, Raman, for detailed planning phase. The execution phase includes application architecture design, development, and testing. Once the proposed migration plan is reviewed and approved by the customers, SIS works closely with them to design and develop cloud-native architecture that includes infrastructure as code and CI-CD pipeline as code security as a code, monitor as a code. Those practices involves defining infrastructure and application resource as a code, which, which can be version controlled, tested, and automated. This approach helps ensure consistency, reliability, and scalability of the cloud environments. SIS also help customer leverage agile methodologies and DAOSECOPS or SRE practices to measure fast time to market and high quality of modernized applications. 
SAS help customer use well-architected frameworks and follow industry best practices to design, develop, and deploy the application in the cloud. Once the application code is ready to be deployed to different cloud environments using CICD pipelines, SAS can help customer establish a proactive monitoring and support framework that includes performance monitoring, security, and compliance monitoring, cost optimization, and disaster recovery planning. SAS also helps customers use cloud financial management tools and vendor management tools to monitor and optimize their cloud spend. The next step is deployment and validation. After code development is complete, the SAS deploy the new application components to the cloud environment. In this phase involves testing the modernized application end-to-end, including functional, integration, and performance testing. After the migration, SAS optimize and monitor the new application to ensure they are performing optimally and meet the desired modernization goal. Code delivery pipelines that incorporate test automation, vulnerability scanning, and code quality stages help to ensure that code deployment is low risk and repeatable. Proactive monitoring using operational and performance metrics to alert on breaches and anomaly detect via cloud via machine learning techniques on log data helps operations team to stay ahead of curve on post-deployment and operational issues. Finally, SAS provides ongoing maintenance and support for modernized applications. This includes monitoring of the application for performance and scalability issues, providing technical support, and updating the application as required. Overall, the approach to the application modernization is focused on performance efficiency, high availability, operational excellence, and cost optimization. This results in maximizing the benefits of cloud adoption, reduce time to market, and accelerating innovation. The ultimate goal is to reinvent systems with application modernization solutions that meet the organization's current and future needs. The plan and approach for modernizing an application requires a structured and collaborative approach between SIs and customers. It should be an iterative process that involves regular communication and feedback to ensure that the modernized application meets the customer requirement and delivers the desired outcome. Raman will wrap this question with risk management challenges. Thanks, Narayana. Customers should be aware of the challenges and risks associated with the cloud migration programs. Let's talk briefly about some of these risks. First is timeline risk. This can be caused by a number of factors. For example, selecting an ideal or non-practical cloud migration approach or a large data migration effort. Taking time upfront to select the right cloud migration approach and proper planning accounting for not only system migration, but also data migration. And the timeline to keep both systems alive will provide a good baseline time frame for the cloud migration. The next risk is suboptimal resource utilization. 
Customers should look at crowd migration across projects to reduce duplicative efforts and needlessly complex integration patterns. Planning for shared services, for example, such as a managed file transfer service or an enterprise data lake for sharing common domain-level data assets the organization might have are some of the risk mitigation efforts to improve resource utilization. Next risk is security and compliance risk. Risk of a system or data breach is real in the cloud. Enforcing security guardrails like maintaining security compliance packs, static, dynamic, and perimeter security code scanning, auto-remediation mechanisms for common security issues are all very important. In addition, having the process for reporting data breaches, disaster recovery, and contingency planning provides a risk mitigation foundation for cloud migration. Last but definitely not the least risk is cost overruns. Customers are realizing that the cloud costs have already surpassed their on-premise costs on their cloud migration initiatives overall. Monitoring resource costs at a service level and reconciling with their budget on an ongoing basis will reduce that sticker shock and drive a cost-conscious cloud migration. Customers should work with their SIs to ensure that all of the above risks are accounted for and mitigated on their cloud migration programs. Back to you, Mary. Okay, so now, Narena, what are the success factors for customers to achieve ROI on their cloud investment, and what is the industry positioned to help customers in this regard? Thank you, Mary. In our experience, there are several methods to measure successful return on investment in the cloud platforms that the industry actor are aligned on. The Hyper Vendors Frameworks provides a guidance, tools, and best practices to assist customers in selecting the appropriate framework for their specific requirement. SS plays a crucial role in assisting customers with their cloud adoption by evaluating a cloud vendor and hyper frameworks to identify the most appropriate options. By working both with both vendor and SAS, Customers can ensure that they are making the best possible choice for their cloud adoption needs. Architectural patterns. Various architecture blueprint exists based on the customer needs, velocity of data availability, and consumption model. System integrate analyze different architectural patterns, including serverless computing, microservices, and containers to assist customer in optimizing their cloud workloads and achieving a return on investment. Raman will cover the softer side of the success factors next. Softer, yes, but more important and sometimes differentiating success factors that the customers look for in their SIs. First up is SI competencies and certifications. SIs achieve vendor-validated cloud competencies and both certification uh, that demonstrate their expertise in cloud technologies. Index had initiated a certification incentive program focused on AWS and Snowflake to boost our staff certifications. We were able to achieve 15 new SnowPro certified staff within a short period of two months. We also gathered net new AWS certifications, both associate and professional levels, that is positioning us to attain the advanced level partnership status with AWS. Customers can look for these data points when they select and partner with SIs for executing cloud initiatives. The next is SI and vendor partnerships. 
Cloud vendors and SIs form partnerships to provide customers with end-to-end cloud solutions. We touched on partnership already a bit earlier. These partnerships are nothing but a collaborative effort to help customers achieve ROI by leveraging the combined experience of the vendor and the SI. For example, in reviewing cloud system architecture upfront or conducting a well-architected review to align with the cloud best practices, etc. Collaboration is a good segue to the last but definitely not the least success factor, community of practices or COPs in short. SIs such as ourselves invest in COPs to bring together project teams that share a common interest or goal. Cloud COPs can help customers learn from others who have already gone through this cloud adoption process and provide guidance on how to achieve the best ROI. We started a cloud community of practice in 2021 focused on AWS and DevSecOps. Within a short period of six months, we were able to achieve better collaboration and gain synergies across our projects and practices to improve our capability maturity models as well as help our customers optimize their cloud implementations. For example, in one of our cloud modernization projects, we were able to achieve 1 million in annual AWS infrastructure savings post-optimization. The COPs also provide our staff a venue to share their best practices and also get unblocked on technical issues and eventually boast their morale to become thought leaders. Back to you, Mary. Okay. Well, Raman and Narena, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. For more episodes, check us out at govforum.io or anywhere you listen to podcasts. And please subscribe, give us five stars, and share with your friends.